everybody to another episode of fellowship of the podcast uh today we have uh matthew and kyle and myself hey guys what's up how's it going what's happening everybody yes yes how's everybody's uh memorial day weekend going um weirdly tiring i've uh, <laughs> i spent so much time with relatives uh friday and saturday and now I'm just kind of low-key burnt out, and tomorrow's just going to be really, uh, really quiet and boring for me. <laughs> Sounds good. How about you, uh, uh, Matthew? Good. Just working a lot. Um, the grind, but I mean, I, I love what I do, so it's it's fun. So it was a good week, productive week, and uh, yeah, that's pretty Sounds much good. Me. Hey, so I have a I have a quick announcement to make. Um, so I I'm actually. Spur of the moment, just started a, a, a brand new podcast in addition to the one that I'm doing here. Uh, and this is kind of a like a one man podcast. It was very, very last minute last night. Uh, I was hanging out with um, uh, with my brother and some of his friends. And then uh, once everybody left, uh, uh, one of our, our friends, um, me and him uh, decided, uh, like, hey, you know what movie I haven't seen in a long time? Uh, Daddy Daycare. So we were watching Daddy Daycare. And then afterwards, we were like, do you want to make a podcast about this? So we, uh, uh, last night we stayed up to like one in the morning recording a podcast about daddy daycare. And, uh, uh, originally I was going to make it like a bonus episode to ours, but I felt like, um, it, it would be better if I just kind of like made, made my, my own, uh, uh, podcast. Uh, and it'll be just kind of like a, a very laid back sort of thing. So I might have, if you guys want to have like be like a guest star on it, I'll I'll invite you guys in sometime. And uh, uh, but the podcast is called the Lauren Files. So this is my podcast in addition to this podcast. If in if anything, it's like an expansion, if you will. Okay. So uh, so you're not engaged. I'm sorry. You're not engaged. I'm not. I'm sorry. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> never gonna happen. Okay, Lauren's gonna be single for the rest of his life. Everybody, you just heard it. BFL, bro. BFL. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll check it out. Of course. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it got a. Uh, it, it got pretty pretty funny, pretty weird too. <laughs> no, it, it's worth checking out. Um, so that's that's my announcement. Um, and uh, speaking about it, uh, where can we listen to it? 
Oh, uh, it, I recorded it on Anchor, so you can listen to it like literally everywhere else. You can listen to uh, uh, to our podcast, uh, Fellowship of the Podcast. So you know, okay. uh, Spotify, Anchor app, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, podcast with friends. I don't know if that's something real, but yes, now anywhere you can find podcasts is what uh, uh, is what uh, was said. So what's the what's the plural form of podcast? Is it just podcast, podcast or is it podcast? <laughs> podcast. Podcast. Please don't. We're gonna create a new term. <laughs> <laughs> it's unnecessary Latinization. <laughs> you're making it more complex than it needs to be. Uh, yes. All right. Yes, if you're a fan of this podcast, you'll like my other podcast. I have two podcai. And definitely check that out. <laughs> I'm I'm unironically cringing at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm mentally throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, hey guys, where where can well I think we already went over where you can listen to us. <laughs> I'll go. I'll do it though. So yeah, uh, you can listen to us um, on uh, Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and right here on the Anchor app. We are First. Fellowship of the Podcast. And uh, social media accounts. Um, I always get the Twitter wrong, but I believe it is Fellowship Pod nineteen. Is that correct? correct? That is correct. <laughs> it took uh, I don't know six months or whatever since Tyler here. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so yes, and then our, our Instagram page is run by me, uh, Lauren, uh, and that is at uh, Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word. Uh, give us a follow. We got a lot of great stuff. And uh, uh, we do have a movie of the week. Uh, but real quick, I, I, I will mention that I saw, uh, actually just earlier this afternoon, I saw A Quiet Place Part 2, uh, the sequel to John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. Uh, and I, I really liked it. That was, uh, um, I would say it's probably just as good as the first movie. And uh, yeah, fun fact, actually, it was like the movie that I had tickets for. In fact, it was a double feature uh, scheduled uh, with, with the first and second movie scheduled for um, like I, I think a day or two after everything shut down in March of 2020, so I was really really pissed when the uh, uh, when that was uh, when I when I got my refund. <laughs> but I finally got to see it. I, I loved it. It was a great time. Super suspenseful. Uh, if you love the first movie, uh, you'll definitely love this movie as well. It's they're great companions for each other. So definitely check that out. Uh, but that's yeah. not our movie of the week. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say something? Oh, yeah. I just said the all day. Hey, don't spoil it. <laughs> hey, I, I have never seen the film, so don't quote this, me. On okay. That. Oh, wow, Lauren. You spoiled it now, then. Three is just going to be um, it's just going to be na- a nature shot because there's nobody else alive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yes, what's a twist? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that is not our movie of the week. Uh, uh, that is just a movie that I saw this week. But our movie of the week is actually belonging to Kyle. So Kyle, will you share with us our movie of the week? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know how many people consecutively listen to this podcast, but uh, I said last week that uh, while they were talking about the new Hocus Pocus movie, that I had never, I don't think I have ever seen Hocus Pocus. And uh, it's one of those films people really like nowadays. And 
If I remember correctly, I said I might have seen it 15 to 20 years ago one time on, like, Disney Halloween Channel. Does anybody remember those? Oh, yes. yeah. Anybody remember Back that? when Disney was good, yeah. Was growing up, that, this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I finally saw it. You know, they have it on Disney+. Plus, and um, while I was watching it, I, I kind of just had to, like, take it all in. Having not seen this movie in the longest time and not not being part of the whole hocus pocus zeitgeist. Is that what we what we'll call it? Yeah. I think we could go with that, yeah. Okay. And uh I, I, I gotta say, maybe it's because I didn't grow up watching it or like uh I, I never related to the memes or whatever, but I gotta tell you for the most part, I didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, like, I like Bette Midler in it, and Sarah Jessica Parker is strangely excellent in the movie. Um, so, so it's a movie about. I mean, do I really have to go over the plot? It's three witches. No, you don't. Yeah, everybody's seen it. No, you're good. Okay, okay, everybody knows the plot. And uh, all I all I want to say about this film is. Um, Props to that bus driver, man. He's so horny, he doesn't even give a fuck he's going to lose his job. Aren't they, like, <laughs> sitting on his lap in it? <laughs> yes, Sarah Jessica Parker is literally honking the bus horn. He's a public bus driver, so Salem. <laughs> worried that he could get fired? No, because it's Halloween. They give everybody a free pass in Salem on Halloween. <laughs> I guess. A free pass to ride on his lap, too? I don't know, man. It seems... Halloween is like the purge uh, in Salem. It's like, it's like, oh, you you, you uh, sexually assaulted someone? You get one free one on Halloween in Salem. Oh, no. That's terrible, Lauren. <laughs> oh, no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like Yom Kippur for dirtbags. <laughs> Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Oh man. Okay. Um, well, it, it was it was a really interesting movie experience. Uh, I will say I'll, I'll recommend people seeing it uh, if you haven't. Although probably everybody has seen it. I'm probably just the the weirdo out. And um, uh, I like the energy. And like I said, Bette Midler is probably the best part of the whole movie. Uh, Endor the talking cat. But I think my new Halloween costume idea nowadays is either going to be um, the main kid in the movie. I want to. I want to get his name right, Max, when he dresses as the quote-unquote rap star. <laughs> or I'll dress as Sarah Jessica Parker in this movie for a costume in the future. I haven't decided which. <laughs> so, hey, how about the, the, that Madonna costume with the the cone the cones? <laughs> it is a little bit like like that kind of costume, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience, and I'm glad I saw it now. That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess real quick because you didn't really share much, uh, being that you haven't seen the movie uh, uh, when we did last week's episode. But uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on what they might do for the sequel? So the only thing I can think of that they might do for the sequel is um, they return to the cemetery 
and somehow the witches are now going to be good and there's an evil even greater evil they have to fight maybe the devil i don't know that that would be my guess for the movie and what if it's a uh, um the devil from uh, it, it's a uh, dave Grohl from uh tenacious d in the pick of destiny it's that devil well well then my, my life will be complete <laughs> yes I, I would love to see that happen um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Uh, great, great choice. Uh, but uh, should we uh, should we get started into the main event now? I think so. All right. Uh, so I think we mentioned uh, in our previous episode that today we are going to be talking about, and it's going to be a series, a mini series, I guess. Of uh, we're going to be reviewing the Indiana Jones movies. So this week we're going to be talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess we'll uh, uh, we'll go around to each individual person. Uh, we'll share your. Um, uh, Can we say something? Can I say something before we yeah. start? Yes. This movie is like Star Wars, where when the original Star Wars came out, it was just called Star Wars. When this one first came out, it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a little pet peeve of mine, but when I go to the when i go to a best buy or target and i see these uh, indiana jones movie collections it says indiana jones of the raiders of the lost ark i don't know about you guys but i get a little bit snippy i'm like just put raiders of the lost ark not indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark it just... exactly and actually when you think about it it does, the title doesn't even make sense when you have it that way because indiana jones is one of the raiders of the lost ark yeah. So it's like yeah. Indiana Jones. It, it, basically, in, the title is Indiana Jones and some other people doing stuff that Indiana Jones does. That's what the title is kind of referring to. Correct. Yeah. yeah so correct. that's my only. That's my only gripe. It's like, come on, uh, like they always. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When you when they release it on DVD, it's always Texas Chainsaws. Two words. The original poster and film. It was Chainsaw, not Chainsaw. One word. But people do chainsaws the full one word, and it's like no, it's two words for the original movie. Things well, I like that just figure, Matt, set uh, me on fire. On IMDb, they have it listed as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. <laughs> and on, strangely, on the uh, the title on IMDb, just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Just that's just a little gripe of mine that I uh, that uh, that just bursts my buttons. Yeah, and yeah, Star Star Wars is, is like that too. The, you know, like the original one that years later they added a New Hope episode four uh, yeah. on the title, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, great, great point you you brought up there. Uh, so I guess what we'll do for for each person, um, since it's it's such a big movie, and I'm I'm sure we all have a lot to say about it. We'll uh, we'll start off like uh, sharing what your um, initial exposure to the movie was like at what age did you see it uh what were your thoughts then uh what was your experience watching it as a a child or i don't maybe you're older when you saw it uh and then uh uh what are your uh thoughts uh, thoughts about it then and what are your thoughts about it now and how it shaped you uh so i don't know whoever wants to jump in uh, go right ahead so uh, I'll, I'll i'll start Okay. Uh, so okay. I got in, I got introduced to uh, Indiana Jones when I was really young. I was in elementary school, probably like a second or third grader, maybe a first grader. I don't remember. But uh, one of my aunts, when I would go to her house, she had a huge collection of VHS tapes in her closet. 
my uncle and aunt's closet. Tons of them. And I would just scavenge through there and look at all these kind of movies they had. One of the movies that they had there, I always wanted to see, but my my, my aunt told me I couldn't because it was rated R and there was like uh, there's like really graphic scenes in it uh, was Purple Rain and a Ooh. random. I was like, what is this? Because when I saw Prince on the motorcycle, I didn't know who Prince was. Well, I thought that was Michael Jackson. So I thought it was a Michael Jackson movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to see this movie with Michael Jackson. It's like, that's not Michael Jackson. No, you can't watch that movie. It's not appropriate for you. <laughs> but uh, one of the movies that I remember one time I was at my aunt's house and they, it was on, uh, they were watching Raiders of the Lost Ark again. They had a VHS player. And I was like, what is this movie? And I was watching it. I don't know if I finished the whole film, but I explicitly remember the opening crawl, opening scene of the whole uh, going to the temple and and finding that stat, that golden statue and the boulder and the booby traps, all that. But I was like, only one time I watched that film. Then I watched Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, surprisingly, was the Indiana Jones movie that I was – the most attached to growing up. Uh, that one was my favorite Indiana Jones movie. And later, I, I, I when I was younger, I think I saw The Last Crusade also, but I, when I was younger, I don't know about you guys, but I always mixed Raise the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade together. I don't know why, like, for, yes. for some reason. Yeah. I always got confused that the, as a kid. As I got older, I, I mean, I knew the difference between the two, but as a kid, I was like, wait, is the boulder scene in The Last Crusade or is in the Raiders of the Lost Ark? I didn't know. Because I remember one time I went to Disneyland and they had the VHS tapes individually there when I was a little kid. And when I went to Disneyland, I was like, in my head, I was like, wait, which is the one with the boulder? And I didn't know. So I was like, hmm, I think it's in The Last Crusade. So I got The Last Crusade. And I remember when I got home and I popped it on my VH, uh, in my VCR and I played the movie, I was like, this isn't the boulder scene. This movie doesn't have it. I got all bummed out because like, I got the wrong movie. <laughs> but uh yeah i i indiana i know people styles star wars is their childhood star wars is my childhood too but indiana jones has a bigger spot in my heart and in my in my well-being growing up in my childhood i have more of an attachment to indiana jones than i do with star wars even though i they're both extremely close but if i had to choose indiana jones or star wars i choose indiana jones um but obviously I didn't see in theaters because I wasn't even thought of at the time. <laughs> right. But uh, seeing it, yeah, first time I ever saw it was on VHS of my aunt's. Loved it. Uh, Temple of Doom was by far my favorite. Super dark and creepy. And I just remember the heart, uh, the, the heart on fire. Great. But uh, yeah, Stark was one of those ones. Like, I remember, I, like, I didn't remember too much as a kid. The step, but as I got older, watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is the one with the boulder scene." I was like, "I can finally put my quote." But uh, no, it's it's definitely it has comedic moments to it, but it's it's one of the more serious ones. It's it's weird because like Temple of Doom could be technically a rated R film if it wanted to with the stuff that's in it, but for some reason, I always feel like, like Raiders is just a little bit more serious, even despite not having all those. Yeah, um, but right, he has just the right amount of humor. Overly doing it with Raider, really like, um, amazing film. I uh, again watching on VHS for Christmas. I when I was I think a fifth grader. That's when DVDs were fairly new. 
that same aunt and uncle for Christmas gift the Indiana DVD white screen. And it came with like a collector's kind of box or has Indiana Jones on it. Dude, I still have that thing. It's freaking awesome, man. <laughs> so many great memories. I was so because I was not expecting that at all. Like one of the greatest Christmas presents I remember with my childhood. But uh, yeah, Raiders of the Lost. One of my favorite films of all time. Uh, Lauren knows because he probably already has it pre-ordered. I'm a dumbass because I don't have a pre-order yet for some stupid reason. But uh, Indiana Jones 4K box set is coming out, I think, in a week or two. It's coming. Yeah, pretty week. soon. So, uh, uh, like, so yeah, I'll, I'll be binging all the movies uh, uh, pretty soon. Yeah. I, I love them. That's, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but after it's part of that box set, just for me, just kind of like kills it for me. Even though it's like, I don't have to watch it. But the fact that it's even there is just kind of like it. The excitement for the box that even though it's like, dude, they has original three. It's weird like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. Indiana Jones has kind of always been a trilogy, and then Crystal Skull's like, okay, if you really want to see more action, there you go. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it does. Feel, I don't it, even. It yeah. Like I, 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 yeah, like I, I, I forget about the Crystal Skull, honestly. I just think of the trilogy. Honestly, I, I call it the Jones trilogy still. Everyone does, Matt. It's not your fault. It's uh, what happens when you experience trauma. You block them out. See, that's it's the same thing with me and the uh, um, the Die Hard movies. Trilogy to me too. Yeah, it, it's same thing with me and the the Die Hard movies. It's like the original trilogy, and then uh, Live Free and Die Hard is pretty good too. Uh, but a good day to Die Hard, I just pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah but uh but that was my exposure uh i i want to thank publicly for me hurt my aunt and uncle introducing me to indiana jones my favorite franchise of all time and um yeah even still today i think indiana jones trilogy is a stronger trilogy than star wars that's just me <clears throat> yeah that's that's my... going into the film yet just my introduction but, uh, yeah, we'll get Kyle. Uh, you, yeah, you Kyle, why, why don't you go? Okay. Uh, I was going to say, all right, well, let me first start with when I was introduced to it. So unlike Matt, even though I really like Indiana Jones, for me, Indiana Jones is like 90% Raiders of the Lost Ark for me. I just never watched the other two as much as I did Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I think I got introduced to it by my dad somewhere between the age of like eight and 11 in that same time frame that you get introduced to like star Wars. And I at the time was getting into <laughs> Lord of the Rings at that age, but that's a, that's a whole nother discussion. Um, and uh, I think we rented it from Hollywood video blockbuster video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I really like it. To me, this is the most iconic of the Indiana Jones movies. The boulder, him switching out uh, the that gold trinket for the trap, the faces melting off, that dude that gets shredded up in the propellers later on in the movie, uh, that really hilarious fight scene that we'll talk about later. Just all of it is really iconic Indiana Jones in this movie. Uh, and you know something, I think I'm going to agree with Matt because for me, 
Indiana Jones, you know, came out the same year that the third part of the original trilogy of Star Wars came out, 1981. And Lucas had been working on this uh, new story concept, uh, who he had been writing with. Oh, my God, I'm going to forget the name. Lawrence Kasdan and uh, Philip Kaufman. And uh, they were working with Steven Spielberg on this to have a new adventure film because George Lucas was now running out of time managing his company with the Star Wars legacy, and he wanted to do something completely different. And at the time, it was it seemed really weird that he was going to not do fantasy space sci-fi movies star, like Star Wars. And I think it's it's a stronger product. You know, it, it, it punches in all the right places. Uh in the genre, like if you didn't know that this kind of discovery adventure um, genre existed, you would think George Lucas or Steven Spielberg had invented it in film. That's how well done Raiders of the Lost Ark is. Um, so I think this is a really strong movie. And uh, thankfully, I just watched this movie very, very recently after having not seen it in years. And I have... Nothing but good things to say about this film. And uh, I, I am looking forward to talking about the overall plot. And uh, that's what I have to say. What's that? So, yeah, this movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark, is a solid A-plus film. It is. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, for sure. Especially when it comes to like fantasy adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess I'll, I'll uh, share share my uh, experience. So I had probably the, one of the weirdest introductions to Indiana Jones. Uh, I, I mean, or it's just, a, a, I guess, a unorthodox, if you will. Um, so the first, my first exposure to Indiana Jones as a character was the the ride. Uh, like when I was when I was little, you know, we, I'd go to Disneyland all the time, and I'd walk past the ride, and that was, you know, I was too short to go on the ride obviously so it was always that ride i i couldn't ride and then uh one day it was like i was finally tall enough and i was like i finally get to ride the, the indiana jones ride and um uh so i, I rode it and had a great time uh, but obviously i didn't know anything about the character and then i i remember like later on that the same day when i rode the ride uh we went to like some other some restaurant in disneyland i believe if i want to get this, uh specific i think it was espn zone in, in the downtown disney <laughs> i think that was the exact restaurant yeah uh and i remember i was like with my parents and my my grandparents and i was uh, i was asking them like uh, uh i was asking them questions about indiana jones like who is indiana jones uh, like what are the what what movies is he in and uh they're telling me like like oh you know there's there's the the first one which is raiders of the lot of the lost ark uh, the third one's also really good. And then my parents were just very dismissive of Temple of Doom. <laughs> Interesting. Cause was, yeah, because it was a, a, a graphic. Um, and my, yeah, my, my dad's not a, not a big fan of that that movie in particular. Uh, but he really likes, like, the first one and the third one. I, and I love I think it was, Temple of <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't get me wrong. I love Temple of Doom, too. It's just, you know, that, that's my, my dad's uh, uh, personal preference. He does, He's not a, yeah. a big fan of Temple of Doom, too. So uh, uh, they were hyping up like the first movie and the third movie a lot, um, and then I remember it must have been shortly after um, uh, I was about to go on a on a road trip with uh, with my grandparents, and uh, a quick 
like backstory. Uh, so I I never grew up with with cable TV. I grew up with like the 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 crappy <laughs> public TV. Uh, but that doesn't that doesn't mean I I didn't really grow up with it. I mean I I went my grandparents had it, so I would you know go over to their house and watch and watch cable and all that, and uh, they would record a lot of stuff for us on on those uh, uh blank VHS tapes. So we would get all kinds of uh, uh recorded VHS tapes from them, and then uh, uh when we were going on this road trip, we had like a a TV like a portable TV set up in the in the car, and uh, my grandparents recorded. Uh, well, a bunch of other uh, tapes and stuff, but one of the tapes they got was Indiana Jones. It was the first movie and the third movie. It was uh, uh, Raiders and and uh, uh, Last Crusade, but I think it was probably like a TNT marathon or something, mm-hmm. like one of those channels. And uh, for some reason, the first movie on the tape was uh, uh, Last Crusade. So I watched the third movie first, and then eventually I watched the the first movie. <laughs> and uh, I, I so yeah, it was it was, it was a, a very very unorthodox, and I I really liked like both of them. Um, I I think I liked them a lot more later on, uh, but I liked them you know my my first uh, uh, viewing there. And for some reason, Temple of Doom, I never got around to seeing that until much much later, like right around when uh uh, uh Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out actually. Wow. So yeah, it took a it took a really long time for me to for me to finally see a, a Temple of Doom, and uh, um, yeah, and obviously at the same time I was I was seeing a Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, but I guess one more thing I'll I'll add into my uh, uh, experience with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Years later in uh, in high school, they at my uh, my local movie theater they do a series of classic movie screenings. And normally, if you know, it's like a very simple um, screening. They'll do like like once every other week. I think every other Wednesday or something. And they'll they'll screen classic movies. And you know, th- there'll be like a few. Uh, sometimes it'll be a packed a packed theater, uh, or sometimes it'll, it'll just be like a few people uh, scattered throughout the theater, uh, depending on how popular the movie is. And it's all it's usually only one screen that's playing that classic movie. But one time, it, I think it was like summer, uh, like in between my freshman and sophomore year, I believe, they had the, um, they were showing Raiders of the Lost Ark on the big screen. So me and uh, my friend Eric, we we was like, hey, they're playing Raiders of the Lost Ark. Let's go, let's go see it in the theater. And when we went to the theater, there was a huge line wrapping around the entire theater. Just for like that would never happen with any other classic movie at the uh, classic movie screening at the at the theater, and it was so popular that one particular screening of Indiana Jones and or sorry Raiders of the Lost Ark that uh, uh, they had to play it on like three different screens I believe like three or four different screens and I, I think they I think they actually added one because they they weren't expecting this many people to show up for this <laughs> one movie so that that really shows like how big of a movie this is. Uh, even you know it, it's celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, so it's still very, very popular um, and very, uh, um, very impactful for many generations to to enjoy. And um, you know, I, I it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like this, along with uh, Last Crusade, I think I like those both equally. Uh, so those are uh, two two of my all time favorite movies. 
And uh, um, yeah, I can't wait to get into the plot about uh, about uh, Raiders. So yeah, that, that was my uh, exposure to uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Go very very unorthodoxy, but uh, uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was fun. But what you're telling me, Lauren, is you did a sort of reverse machete at it with uh, the Indiana Jones trilogy on your first uh, watch thing. Yes, <laughs> if you really think about it, I think I saw three. I think it was three, one, and I forget if I saw two before or after I saw Crystal Skull. So it, it was right around the same time. So it's either way, it's just it's very jumbled. Um, but then again, Temple of Doom technically takes place before uh, uh, Raiders of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So uh, I don't know where you factor that in there. But yeah, the I'll point say, is. I'll, I'll... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was a very, very strange exposure to Indiana Jones uh, watching the movies in a jumbled order. But I'll say that this: though. The, 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 fil- the films aren't uh, are like are not a continue. You know, it's not like stars with like a long plot. In each film, you have to watch each one to understand. They're all individual ind- adventures, so that's what's great about. It. So even though you watch it in that order, it's not like it took away from anything. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one. That's one great thing about this series. It's all like, yeah, you don't really need to. Uh, it, it's not. It's not about the uh, the overall story throughout the franchise. It's just like each movie is like a new adventure for this character. And uh, you know, I, I can't really think of too many other movies like that because pretty much any franchise now, it's like it has to continue off of the uh, the previous movie, uh, regardless of like you just want to tell your own story or not. So that's one thing I really respect about the this franchise. Like there are references to the previous movies and all that, but um, uh, for the most part, like you can watch one movie and uh, you won't have to know anything about the the other movies, which is why it works so well uh, with me as a little kid watching the third movie first and then the first movie, and it, it didn't matter because I, um, I I enjoyed them either way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so Matthew, why don't you uh, you share uh, your your thoughts about the, uh, the the movie overall? Well, what I was thinking we could do is make it easier. I don't know if you guys have ever. Well, I know Lauren has. I, I'm sure Kyle has too. If you guys, uh, we all love uh, and Cinemasker when they do their rental reviews. I was thinking we can just kind of mm-hmm. go kind of scene by scene, just all together, kind of share our thoughts about what we thought about it. That way Let's do it. Kind of flows a little easier. So, so opening scene is uh, they're in Peru. I think so. They're in generic South American environment. That's right. Yeah, just a South American thing. But uh, I just remember as a kid, like the jungle. So when I when I would go in, oh, it's like I'm when you're waiting in line to go on the ride. I was like, ooh, this is like the the beginning of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. You're just in the jungle yeah, the jungle. and yeah let's point out one thing before we before we get started here this opening scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark is so iconic it's like immediately what you think of when you think of Indiana Jones yeah, everybody say, you could almost just watch this whole thing until he escapes to Boulder and I think you get a pretty good gist of what Indiana Jones is like exactly because it's That's like it's essential it is because, like, when you think about it, it's like Indiana Jones, what what are some iconic uh, traits about him? It's like, okay, you got his hat, his whip, his gun, 
the boulder that's like the next thing after his appearance is the boulder because that's how iconic this opening scene is yes absolutely the two is that uh it shows him as not just like your typical action hero where he's invented that like he almost he barely gets out of these near is but not just that after being a hero well, actually, he's kind of not a hero. Think about it, because yes, he he gets the he gets the he gets the statue, and later he, it gets taken by him, as you all know, by Lena, who later on ends up playing Doc Ock in Spider-Man Two. You guys know that's pretty cool, a young Alfred Molina. Yeah. But uh, he the crazy to, thing is that like multiple. Oh, I'm sorry. He has he's had uh, multiple Lego minifigures based off of him. When you think about it. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, the Indiana Jones game for Legos, you can't forget that's such a great game. But uh yeah. I was gonna say, like, after he gets caught, it's not like he fights all these these uh these indigenous people. No, he runs, he he books it's like ah, screw this. I know I'm gonna get get caught. So it's kinda of funny later when he's sprinting, like it goes totally against like his character in the first few minutes of the film where he's like a he guy. Thing. Like you just see him just running across the freaking grass yelling, Jock, start the engine! <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the dude's literally just fishing. And later, even when Indiana Jones is yelling at him, he's still like hesitating. He's like, uh, should I? I I'm fishing. Uh, uh, fuck it. <laughs> just so funny. <laughs> Such oh, a great that's scene. my pet Reggie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it, it's like it, that's what I say, the first 15 the first 10 15 minutes is literally the per- like you guys said the perfect example of what Indiana Jones is there's action adventure betrayal elements and and light comedy you know it's 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 kind of for all ages i know it's a little too graphic for real young kids it's the perfect to any film character ever yeah and they they made a, a lego set off of it um years later um how iconic the you know the the scene is uh uh it, you know matthew was talking about it uh kyle was talking about it. we were all kind of talking about like how this is a good representation of the uh uh of indiana jones as a character and i remember um what on one of my birthdays i think it was right around when they were going to be releasing um uh kingdom of the crystal skull they started re- uh they made uh, indiana jones legos and uh uh, and I remember, you know, one of my birthdays, I was with my my grandparents. And they were, uh, we went to the Lego store in, in downtown Disney, and uh, they're going to let me pick out a birthday present. And uh, and that's where I found out, like for the first time, they were releasing Indiana Jones Legos. And uh, I, I think it like it just released, like the day of or something. So I was really really excited, and uh, I didn't even know it was they were going to be making that. And so the first set I saw that I I had to get was a. Uh, was the the temple the temple set with the boulder and I was I was really really excited I remember uh, building that set and I, I had it built for for like several years I think and eventually it just like fell apart like all Lego sets do but yeah no that's that's how much I love that set it, I had it I had it built for a very very long time and I collected a lot of dust and uh, uh, yeah no I I love that thing that was like one of my all time favorite Lego sets and uh, and birthday presents in general. That's awesome. I got a Lego set. Uh, the, it was in January, and um, 
it was like a, as a little gift for a for a Catholic holiday. Me and my family celebrate the Three Kings Day, and um, I was surprised with the coolest gift ever. That now that I look back at it, it was probably worth a lot of money. But I didn't know as a kid. I was just like, "What?" It was the uh, it was the Lego set of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, the opening scene, the boulder and everything. I got that. <laughs> That's so awesome. Cool. Wow. And like as I got older, like I see the price of the item, dude. A used copy of that is like three hundred dollars. <laughs> Even though like yeah. I think when it came out, it was like only like forty or fifty, maybe less. But like Legos have are now super expensive. But at that time, Legos still weren't that bad, badly priced. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it's one of the best Lego sets of all time, <laughs> dude. Even I know this set. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, like there, there's that that opening boulder scene, and uh, um, and then you know he's he's like running, and then he, he jumps in the plane, then uh, uh, then they fly away, and then you have a he sees a snake in the cockpit. He's like, "There's a snake in my cockpit, Jacques." And he's all like, oh, that's my pet Reggie. He's like, I hate snakes, Jack. I hate them. And we get that first character trait uh, introduced to us for the first time, that Indiana Jones hates snakes. And that's something that uh, is very iconic about him. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, such a, such a great scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's... And then we find out he's like a... Brown University as a professor of archaeology. Yes. What is it? Some like really big uh, Ivy League school. I'm guessing, and this is a uh, well. When, when is it set? During 1938, 37. I want to say. 19, I think it's 1931. I believe. Oh, is it or that? Or, or, or 1928? I think. I think it was like 1928. Really? It was early. Can't let me double check. I thought it was like late thirties. I thought it was early thirties, like thirty-three. Anyway, it was sometime long ago. Is the point? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Okay. So, uh, in, uh, you know, in his classroom, he's he's a, a professor of archaeology, and he's teaching to uh, to many young students. And uh, I guess he's supposed to be the attractive professor that that all the uh, the girls love because there's that one girl that uh, uh, writes on her eyelids "Love you," and uh, uh, I, I think that's kind of a famous gif now, and <laughs> people people uh, use that for for many different occasions. Um, but uh, yes, that that is another trait of Indiana Jones is he's not only is he outgoing on adventures and and uh, uh, you know finding religious artifacts and, and escaping death and, and fighting Nazis and everything. He's just a regular school professor. Uh, uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure he, he has a trouble fitting in with the, uh, uh, with all the other professors who are probably like really snobby and just stick with their books all the time and, and don't get outside a lot. Oh, so yeah. I imagine in the, in the teacher's lounge, he, uh, or whatever's the equivalent in college, <laughs> yeah, they, they, he probably has trouble uh, getting along with them, except for uh, uh, Marcus Brody. Uh, that's his good friend. That's his like his mentor, I believe. In the, yeah, all of them probably laugh at him for his snake phobia. Fucking dicks! Oh, look at this guy! <laughs> he goes out. 
There's a, one of the professors like there's a professor who pulls out his pants. Hey, India, you afraid of this snake? <laughs> I'm not afraid of miniatures. <laughs> that's not a snake. That's a worm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm dead. <laughs> but yeah, so he comes, yeah, so he comes back to his like to the college teaching and everybody's like the girls love him, the guys like they respect him, like he's a cool dude, everybody loves him. Yeah, one guy yeah, Marcus. Right there in that scene, doesn't he? Yeah, he drops an apple on the table. But he seems kind of pissed off when he does it too. He's like, fuck you, professor, here's an apple. But uh <laughs> yeah, that's a very that was a very interesting vibe from that guy. I wonder what his deal was. <laughs> you probably hate Spielberg. <laughs> do, do you think when uh, when Indiana Jones goes on one of his adventures, he's like he gets really exhausted after uh, like almost dying several times, and then like he finally gets home from the weekend, and he's all like, he's like, oh crap, I had to grade those papers. Well, if to fast forward, if you see the Last Crusade, you see that he never even does his papers because all the students are like in his office hours asking for their grades, and he just escapes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so he's by the word. He's like the, he's that he's that professor you hate because you don't know your grade the whole entire semester till like literally like the last day when you get your final grade. Exactly. Yeah, he's that professor <laughs> that everybody everybody hates. It. Well, no, people love him. But he's only attractive. That's why they, they like him. And he has a good personality. <laughs> but but when you really like have stayed in his class for a long period of time, you're going to be pretty uh, uh, annoyed with him that he doesn't get around to grading your papers. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And later he gets uh, – and later in the Raiders, is it two prof- – they're not professors, right? They're like – are they government agents or what are they? Who? Uh, uh, I want to say they're like with uh, FBI or something. Okay. Something so like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think they I think they knew about his uh, credentials. Yeah. Which, which is crazy because, like, I don't, I don't know anybody who would be okay with him going on those expeditions because it's not like he's being paid to do them. Yeah. It's kind of like he just does them on his free time because he wants to. Yeah. Does Brown University fund those? Like, how does it work? <laughs> Does he just go on mini sabbatical? Like he's spending, he has to be spending months on these. Yeah. Oh, actually, when you think about it, okay. So, uh, uh, so when you, when you know that uh, Temple of Doom actually takes place before Indiana or uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's a line in Raiders of the Lost Ark where um, he makes like this sly comment about what, when they're talking about the Ark of the Covenant and like the powers it possesses. He's all, he says something like, like if you believe any of that, uh, so, like kind of implying that he's agnostic or atheist or something. But when, in the previous movie, he experienced the powers of, uh, of the three stones from the Temple of Doom. So maybe for a brief moment, he was Hindu or whatever that uh, religion was because he's all like, oh, this must be the correct religion. And then it eventually uh, he finds out that, no, all the religions exist in this uh, in this Indiana Jones universe. You know, we will definitely have to come back to that one when we get to uh, <laughs> Temple of Doom. Yes. Because <laughs> it is a good point. Yes, yes. I, I, I find it a very... Uh, 
fascinating tidbit that they that they they put the the date like a year before Raiders of the Lost Ark exists. It's like they could have easily just said, "Oh, this is the next year," but uh, but no, it, it takes place before it. So uh, so that's technically his first adventure. But uh, well, yeah, we'll get to that for the, for the next movie. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. So he goes to Cairo, correct? Yes. That's right. Literally, he meets one of the yeah, greatest Indiana Jones side characters of Nepal. all time. Oh, it was in Nepal. Yes, Nepal first. That is correct. Yes, he goes to Nepal, Nepal first. And there he meets his old love, Marion Ravenwood. Indiana Jones. It's about time I saw you step into my bar. Or I, I forget what the <laughs> what the line was. It was something like that. Yeah, and then he goes, oh, gee, shucks, that's so nice. And then she punches him in the face. <laughs> I love uh, Karen Allen as uh, Marion Ravenwood. She just knocks this role out of the park. Because I feel like in these kind of movies, or like back then those old action-adventure serials, the woman's just a damsel in distress. And in this movie... She kind of has scenes where that happens, but she can hold her own. She can really punch, and she's a tough cookie. So she's it like, it, she's it works with her and Indy. Also, the the introduction of her character is like one of the best introductions of a not only a female character but like a character in general. Is she's she's taking she's in a competition with like this this great big uh uh this great this great big guy, and they're 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 taking shots. And the, the the one guy is starting to get like really really tipsy and he's re- really out of it and he eventually just passes out and Marion is just it's not affecting her at all she just keeps going taking shots. Well, and actually, she almost she almost loses because she gives a face where she's like oh, and everybody's like <gasps> then she's like I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay and that's like this when that big guy takes it and he's all smiling and it's like oh shit and then he just he just, <laughs> he just falls <laughs> on the ground I thought he was dead. <laughs> That's right. when, I was a, when I was a kid, when I saw this scene, I was like, oh my god, he died. Because he just smiles and just falls on the ground. Really it wasn't until I was older dude. that I realized he was just dr- dead drunk. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, and dude, how about that really cold betrayal at the end where that one Nazi guy just goes, shoot them both. Yeah. Or like, oh. the thing that I don't get is after that happens and he fights them off, how come that guy doesn't just go, Man, fuck these Nazis. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just well because they're so uh because they're so obedient to uh whatever their commands are. But yeah, it's like yeah, like so Kyle started the bar scene, the bar fight, the shootout. This is like the okay corral oh, yeah. but yeah. in meets Indiana Jones. I mean, this bar scene for me personally, is cooler than any shoot shootout scene in a Star Wars film, by far. It is pretty freaking good, man. Yeah, I, name me a scene in a shooting scene in Star Wars that can beat that scene in Raiders. I can't think of one at all. <laughs> the perfect shootout scene. It's amazing and it's so violent too. Yes, my favorite. One of my favorite scenes is <laughs> when they're doing the shootout in there. <laughs> Um, what is it? Uh, uh, somebody shoots. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, Mariam's hiding behind a freaking like I don't know if it's like what it was like whiskey or something like a whiskey. Uh, 
freaking a crate and there they shoot the crate and there's like pouring down whiskey and she's just like drinking it. She not said that dude with the burning what was it lung? Yeah. Oh man, and later he's yeah, a, and later the scene where Indiana dude. Jones thinks he's about to get killed, shot like in point blank range. And later, like, the guy is the one who ends up getting shot in the back, and he's, like, bleeding out of his mouth. That's such an iconic scene. I was going to say, I'm, I'm surprised that Marion's liver is still intact in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull after the amount of alcohol she drank in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to be fair, she gave birth to Shia LaBeouf, so... Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Funny, oh, movie we're not even going to talk about Speaking of which, okay, this is something I've always thought about. So, um, I mean, obviously, Marion's only been in the uh, uh, the first movie and the fourth movie. Uh, so we don't know if they've met up later on after the first movie. Um, it's possible. It, it very well could be that that's the case, like they, they met up uh, later on. Um, but I've always wondered if Shia LaBeouf was conceived in this movie somewhere. <laughs> like maybe I don't it's know that why scene. that's so disturbing. Now that maybe it's that scene on on the boat, uh, uh, like towards the end of the movie. <laughs> maybe that's where where Butt Williams is finally conceived. <laughs> yeah, you know, because somewhere in the background, his Forest Ghost is like, just do it, do it, <laughs> just Forest do Ghost. It. <laughs> <laughs> and behind him, right next to him, is Sean Connery Jr. <laughs> Come on, boy. Come on, boy. My boy. <laughs> oh, and he looks at Shia LaBeouf. You're my grandson. <laughs> and then you have the, the dog named Indiana. He's all like, whoop, whoop. They're like, whoa, this is trying to get weird, man. <laughs> Indiana Jones meets Days and Confused. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just the whole fight is just amazing. One thing also that, like, Star Wars has, like, famous blast noises, but that revolver, that gun sound, specifically the revolver sound in those Indiana Jones movies is also iconic. It's an iconic sound. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's great. But yeah, the action in that bar scene is just phenomenal. And not just that, like... That scene where like Tote, the 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 leader of those Nazi guys, he brings in the they got the glasses, when uh when the medallion is like on the ground, he grabs it, but he forgets to realize like it's it was like laying on fire on flames, and his hand gets all burnt, and there he just he just like literally breaks down the door into dives put his hand in the snow, yeah. I was yeah. just gonna talk about that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bur- he and he like brands his hand, and we see it later. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, but it's what's even crazier is how I guess it must have been a really deep burn because apparently they could understand what was written on his hand, which is kind of kind of interesting because I'm sure that medallion was pretty detailed. So, the fact that they went as far as they did with just a burn on his hand is pretty incredible. But I yeah, it's a pretty cool burn though. Yeah. I can I can I can do it if you want. I can uh, I'll I'll find something. I'll find a little brand and I'll heat it up and I'll You'll do it, Matt. You'll do it for the uh you'll do it for the grams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do it for the likes. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's the great, just the great bar scene. So after the bar scene, then we go to, then we finally go to Cairo, correct? Yeah. 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 Now he's that's where, and that's where we meet another one of the greatest movie characters, sidekicks of all time, Sala and his family. <clears throat> who wants to Who wants to continue and talk about that scene or scenes? Now, Sala is played by, uh, oh, I forget the actor's name, uh, but he was Gimli in uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, and yeah, he, he's, uh, he appeared in the first movie and the third movie. Uh, and he's one of those characters I really wish would have appeared in the other movies as well. Um, John Reese Davies. Yeah, John Reese Davies, yes. Um, so yeah, he. He's like one of my my favorite uh, Indiana Jones side characters, sidekicks, and uh, uh, I mean it's been such a long time since I I've seen the movie. Uh, I have it pretty well memorized. I know Kyle like saw it recently, um, but uh, uh, another one of my favorite like minor characters is the guy with the monkey. <laughs> yes. Yes, the the guy with the monkey, and then the uh, uh, uh what, what was it that the, the monkey the uh, did didn't he like uh, like doing pick, pickpocket people? Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. So yeah, he was uh, and very. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of getting sidetracked here, but uh, I always liked playing as as uh, the guy with the monkey in the Lego Indiana Jones move or uh, video game. Because I, I think like, I think there was like a, a special door that he, that this one character is. He's like the only character that can unlock it because he has the monkey with him. <laughs> so yeah, he I, I always liked uh, playing with him as well in the uh, uh, Lego Indiana Jones game. Um, but uh, uh, Kyle, uh, did you have anything to say about the the uh, Cairo section or some of the characters were introduced here? Well, we start to learn about um, how he's going to find the next clue. It's like that amulet of the the North Star or the staff of. The staff of Ra, yeah, the staff of Ra, right? And he, and he figures out like uh, there's a certain time of day and time of year, and that's when Indy has that that aha moment, right? It's like yeah. a big part of the plot in this movie. That's right, yeah. That I've completely forgotten about. But more important than that, uh, the chase scene that begins in this movie. Can we find out? You know, oh, the Nazis are in Cairo. That's right. They're doing excavations. Uh, and so, you know, it's just some great chasing action scenes. We see Indiana Jones in his iconic costume and wear and his satchel that he's wearing and him using the whip for the first time. That's right. As the weapon. Um, and then they get to one of my favorite scenes in the movie that Swordsman, who's showing off for like ten dollars something, <laughs> and he just rolls his eyes, remembers he has a gun, and shoots him. That was one of the scenes that stood out to me the first time I saw that movie. Or he, <laughs> and apparently, a uh, fun fact about this scene in particular: apparently, when they were filming it, um, it was like it was supposed to actually be like a long, uh, uh, dramatic sword fight. But uh, Harrison Ford was like really sick that day. And he just he just was not feeling it. So uh, that is his actual reaction. He's just like, I'm done with this. And then so he just like points the gun at him, and uh, it was like a blank, obviously. And then uh, 
uh, the actor uh, went along with it. And they're George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. They're just like, yep, keep that in the movie. That's the perfect take for that. I always heard that that actor was super pissed of all the rehearsal and training he had. Albeit to be in a very iconic comedic moment in that movie. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I, I totally side with him. I, I mean, I, I understand the frustration there. Like having, this is like your big moment to shine. You're going to have this awesome he fight. He could have been a George Lucas and Steven Spielberg movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like three seconds. But I will say that I will say this though, him dying the way, uh, how the way he did in the film, uh, is way more memorable than like a really cool fight scene if they did one. Exactly. Uh, so as as upset as he is, he's probably like later on, he was probably like, okay, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Cause he'll probably go somewhere and be like, hey, aren't you the guy who got shot in the end Jones? Exactly. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> One of the things you'd be really salty about, but I think as time goes by you appreciate that's how it played out. Exactly. Especially exactly. when it becomes classic, you know, later on. Yeah. Um, and then uh, in Cairo, there's also that that scene with um, uh, where you know Mary Marion is uh, she like hides in a basket or something, and then she uh, uh, she gets that fucking monkey. What's that? That that fucking monkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it hops on that basket and starts screaming. <laughs> and the Nazis <laughs> like, huh, huh, and they grab her. <laughs> and she's telling it to shush. Yeah, so so then yeah, she she's kidnapped by uh um that'd be Belloc, and uh, I forget the the guy the guy with the black suit, I forget his name, but I, I always uh I always Tote. thought he looked what's that? Tote, his name's Tote. The the guy with the glasses, the one with the burnt hand. Yeah, yeah that yeah, guy. Tote. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and then one another very iconic scene that always stands out to me is where uh, uh Marion is in the tent, and Tote. Uh, walks up to her, and he just has like this menacing grin on his face, and then he pulls something out of his pocket, and it looks like a set of like nunchucks or something. And then he like there's like the chain and everything, and then he he like snaps it, and you're like, oh, he's gonna torture her, and then it ends up just he's folding it into his uh, uh his hanger for his his coat. So it's oh, a coat yeah, that fancy hanger thing he has. Yeah, the fancy hanger. Uh, I really want to know where to get one of those. Uh, so so let let me know if you guys ever find one. I'll, I'll probably you, order one. Do you, do you get freaky like that in date night, Lauren? You like to do the old switcheroo? <laughs> that's that's a great icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, such a great scene. Yeah, that's another one of my favorite favorite moments in in Raiders. Um, and then uh, uh, I guess while while we're still in. The Cairo section. Are there any other uh, moments in particular that that stand out to you guys? Oh man, from the Cairo scene. No, I think we got everything. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, to take in. I mean, there's the whole after the whole chase scene. Indiana Jones literally think, thinks Marion blew up and died, and it was because of him. Yeah, yeah. And not just that. Um, while they're still in Cairo, they 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 if they find the actual since Indiana Jones has the medallion still, he uh, uses it to, uh, he find, he goes to that one hidden area and uses a staff to find the location of the Ark. And then uh, him and Sala and some uh, diggers, they find out that the Nazis are actually digging in the wrong location and they have the actual location, which is kind of weird because like 
the Nazis are literally digging right next to them, yet the Nazis don't really notice at all until later on in the film. Yeah. Not too long afterwards. But uh but such a great scene where like uh there's like thunder and another iconic scene where there's thunder and lightning everywhere and the guys are like pulling super hard to pick up like the 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 the, the enclosed uh, tomb and uh Indiana Jones has like that creepy like mad scientist kind of face gesture to to him when it's happening. Yeah. And when they yeah, finally he's... open it up, there's a huge giant snake or something like that in there solid or it's like a jackal or a snake in solid screams like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's great. laughs> And he oh, there's snakes he... everywhere. Yeah, that's right. He like falls in the, in the pit there when when they're digging. Yeah, there's the asps in there and they're they ended up Picking, they ended up uh, finding the tomb and taking it out. But later, the Nazis end up finding out that uh, that you know Indiana Jones found the right place, and then they throw Miriam. But another another great iconic scene is the whole scene with uh, with Miriam and her her night out with uh, Belloc, when she's kind of playing yeah. like the like she's trying to be all sexy. But it's kind of weird because like you see her as like the tough hard drinking girl there than her trying to portray a sexy girl is kind of weird it just doesn't fit really yeah it's like yeah it's kind of weird <laughs> but like, they're all drunk and they're laughing later when marion pulls a knife on belloc and he just starts laughing <laughs> yeah and um, uh, there is a well there's also that scene where the the monkey gets poisoned because there was a <laughs> The bad dates. Yes. <laughs> dates. Dates. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, that monkey gets what he deserves for <laughs> for for uh, giving away Marion's location in the in the basket. <laughs> um. Uh. But let's see. When they, when uh, Indiana Jones is digging up the uh, uh like at, at night they're 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 digging up the location. Where the uh, uh, with with the giant pit of snakes, he he like throws the the torch down there, and then uh, the uh, like leans over and see like sees that there's a bunch of snakes in the pit, and then he says his iconic line, "Snakes, why did it have to be snakes?" And then uh, um, I think he he falls down, and then there's the uh, the cobra that's like right in front of him there. And well, he he, he 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 slides down because they have the rope, so he's going yeah, down. He's, he's he like, he down. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. I guess he doesn't fall down. Again, it's 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 been. Oh a yeah, 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 yeah. So he's going down, and I think the guys who are lowering him down, like they get scared or something, or they get distracted, and then they let go. Then he falls down. Then he falls. Then the he falls. Right yeah, to... yeah. Then he falls right in front of the the giant cobra. I mean, I, it's not giant. I mean, it's just a a cobra, but it's a big snake. So, uh, uh, but uh, apparently. I, I think how they did that scene, it was it was kind of like uh, they had like a sheet of glass in between there. Because um, I remember, I, I think I watched uh, like a there's like a bonus DVD that came with the the Indiana Jones uh, uh, trilogy, and I think that was like one of the the features that they were talking about it was like there there was like a sheet of glass in between. So that was actually like a real snake, um, but it was it was behind a sheet of glass, and. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Fun fact. Shit. Even if I if I knew it was a sheet of glass, I'd be afraid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. But yeah, such a such a great scene. And later, I guess when they take out the tomb out of its uh, chamber, 
wherever it, it's enclosed area. I think I saw somewhere that there's actually, like in the hieroglyphics in that scene, there's a C-3PO and a R2-D2. Correct me if I'm That's wrong. That's right. That's right. They, they etched in a, a image of C-3PO and, and R2-D2. And I, I know I keep talking about Legos <laughs> on this, this <laughs> particular episode, but uh, that that image of C-3PO and R2-D2 um, is, is such like a well-known fact with Indiana Jones fans that uh, in the Lego set for that, that particular set um, where, where they, they finally find the, the Ark of the Covenant, they actually included uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 as uh, hieroglyphics uh, etched really? into really? Yeah, if you find that oh, Lego set, cool. it's actually a sticker with C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah, so, that's cool. yeah, so that's a that's a very uh, uh, fascinating <laughs> Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and so, so they. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, you, I was gonna continue with the scene, but uh, you can continue. Okay, so yeah, uh, eventually they they find the uh, the Ark of the Covenant in this in this uh, this pit uh, as they're taking off the lid, and. Um, Oh, Kyle, you're the most recent. You, you saw this movie the most recently, so uh, uh, so why why don't you uh, uh, kind of share like what what happens or how the scene plays out in particular? Um, <clears throat> what part are we at again? Uh, this so is part they, they, they finally revealed the Ark of the Covenant. Oh yes, okay. So you have him waiting, waiting. He's like, "Come on, I gotta get the sunset." And he's holding up the staff, and then he sees it shines on that city thingy that oh no the the ark of the covenant yes yeah, yeah so the yeah the ark of, so they already found it so once they find it they they're trying to lift it up and they finally lift it up out of out of the the tomb pit but once they once they lift it up indian jones is going to climb up the rope but remember the rope falls oh yeah, yeah then, the, then, the, the, then 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 belloc a trap yeah and then belloc comes at the very top he's like hello down there hello Hello, and then they they show R- Miriam with him, or to- I think no, the Nazi general guy is there, is holding her, and here then they throw her they throw her down the pit, and she smacks that jackal uh, statue. Then Indiana Jones catches her, but she's like, "Get off of me!" and she push, pushes off of him. Then she falls down. The same snake situation happens to her. Oh, huh. And then Indy has the old uh, "I hate snakes" moment. Why the hell yeah. snakes? So and there they have. Uh, I think he has a gasoline tank. So uh, he's using like he has like some it's kind of yeah, like you know like weed, weed killer, but it's but it's like gasoline, and he's like pumping on the snakes, and he throws the he throws the torch on the snakes, and they all burn pretty much to death. Yes, he had the most extreme reaction to the snakes. He just burns them all. <laughs> he kills them all. With but fire. then he realized he needs to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, you know, there's no sunlight down there, and there's no food, and it's like a it's pitch black. Yeah, because hmm? they sealed it. They sealed that tomb, so it's pitch black in there. So later, he he decides to climb up that jackal statue and kind of kick off of it, and later has the statue knock over another statue, and hoping that it'll create some kind of exit for them. But then becomes a, then turns out another iconic scene that happens. With Miriam kind of wondering where the hell Indiana Jones is at, so she's wandering around the tomb where it's broken. Then you, then she uh, happens to fall into this uh, tomb of like of, of, of these open coffins of like dead people. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, so like 
who are like scre- or that, that has that screaming noise, even though they're not really screaming, but like for an effect to make it scary, they have that scream like, and they're they're all grabbing at her hair and her body. Uh-huh. She's like screaming bloody murder. Then Indiana Jones is like comes out nowhere, is like get over here, and just like just pushes. He literally just like pushes through them like it's nothing. What a way! If that happened to you, that'd be like maybe one of the worst moments of your entire life. Dude, I would have shit myself. Indiana Jones is like, Mariam, why are your pants brown? <laughs> why is this room filling up with shit? <laughs> oh wait, what smells mess like? What smells like shit here? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but like, he sees like one of the pillars. Like once they get out of that area, they see one of the like. There's like a dead end, but like there's like these giant like sandstones pillars, and later one of them's already kind of cracked, and there he just kind of breaks through it, and that's where you. When that's how they exit out, and that's how they go to the scene where it's the 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 airplane scene with the ball dude, where they have that epic fight. Yeah, that's right. that's not my favorite fight in the movie. <laughs> if for nothing so, else, just the kill scene. <laughs> and I'm glad going back to Lego says. <laughs> Did that F up? That that's the reason my favorite. Okay. I'm you hate bald people. <laughs> Okay, they, they had it, yeah. They, they had a Lego set for this this particular airplane scene as well. And I'm glad for this plane, which was a Nazi plane. They didn't include a swastika sticker to put on. <laughs> oh. That would have that would have been terrible. So yeah, for for good reasons, they they left out uh, uh, some important detailing on on that plane. <laughs> oh, technically, yeah, right. technically, if you if you bought your children that Lego set, you're you're buying them a. a, a Nazi toy. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, illegal in like 20 countries. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a land of the free. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a great scene. And later when he's just like, even when he's like using all his might to punch the bald dude in his face, like he, he punches him like three or four times in a row, super hard. And all it leaves is a little scratch of the dude's nose, a little bloodied. And the dude's still ready to fucking like, and later the, the bald dude just take, just takes him one punch to knock Indiana Jones on his ass. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. You think, you think you can take a little more, I guess, you know? Uh-huh. No, my favorite part in the fight is when Indian Jones, after he punches him like three or four times, um, the dude punches him in the face, and Indian Jones falls in his ass, and he gets back up and he swings, but the the bald guy dodges it, and Indian Jones literally does like a three sixty like swirl, and then once he does once he does his three sixty swirl, the guy punches him again, and he falls in his ass. <laughs> like Indian Jones will just get knocked the fuck out. Like there's no way in hell he's able to like survive this. And then the 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 oil drums fall, and there's like freaking gasoline freaking on the ground, and uh, not just that, Miriam somehow locks herself in the freaking cockpit of the of the airplane. Right. <laughs> she can't get out. And there's a fire already going on, so like the 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 gasoline's getting closer to the fire, so they really have to hurry up. But yeah, the fact that. Yeah, the great one of the greatest and most gruesome scenes in all of the Indiana Jones films is when that freaking wing propeller just goes right after the dude. And Indiana Jones knows, and when it happens, he smiles. <laughs> what? How fucked up is oh, that? He's like, ah. yeah. and then the guy does the scream, and then the blood splatter, and yeah, 
the bald dude's like, what are you laughing at? He looks back, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so nasty. It's pretty awesome. It's yeah. like probably in my films in a movie. <laughs> Definitely. Then later they uh they the Nazis never catch him after that, right? Because after that then it shows it's the then it's the boat scene, right? They uh they yeah, they meet I think they they meet up with Sala again and Sala invite uh, introduces uh introduces Indiana Jones and Miriam to one of his friends, the guy who's the captain, right? The captain of the ship. And from there that's when they they're on that ship, the ship scene. Right? Am I am I right or am I wrong? Uh, I think so, Kyle. Uh, is that is that right? The, the the ship scene after after the bald after the bald dude gets killed and everything blows up. The Nazis go in the area, but it's too late because Indian Jones and Miriam have already escaped. Yeah, they have that. And then and yes. then they then they, they meet up with Saul again, right? And then they meet up with Saul again, and Saul introduces them to his friend, who's the the captain of that giant ship, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like. Uh, Indeed, guy with a lot of illegal weapons, guy with illegal weapons, my friend from Brown University. <laughs> right. And it's funny because the, the captain of the ship is also kind of like a pimp. Like he has like a, he has <laughs> yeah. like a long sleeve turtleneck and he's already flirting with like freaking Miriam and they're on the ship and they're Indiana Jones is like fucking hurting like a shit. And there that has the whole funny mirror scene when they're together. She smacks she's like oh, it's like oh, the mirror's dirty, and she flips it, smacks him in the face, and you hear a loud scream of him. And then this is the scene where uh, Tyra LaBeouf is conceived. <laughs> oh boy, yes, this, this, yes, this, this must be the scene. This must be the scene. I mean, unless they met up later on, uh, but no, I like to think that uh, after uh, uh, after uh, uh, this movie, the next time they see each other is. Uh, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So that means this scene has to be where uh, Shia LaBeouf is conceived. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to picture that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, such a such a great gr- such a great scene with the two of them. But uh, so yeah, after after that happens, then the Nazis invade the ship, and but Indiana yeah. Jones is already hiding because he already knows about that. <clears throat> yeah, but they get Miriam. Yeah, they take Miriam. And so they have Miriam, and they have the Ark of the Covenant, and um, and so they're just going to walk to the spot so they can film it and show the world, you know, the unveiling of the uh, the Ten Commandments, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But little do they know, Indiana Jones is waiting for them with his RPG. Yeah, he has like a thing with bazooka. Yeah. Oh, and, and here here's another scene that uh, you might not notice uh, the first time you watch the movie, uh, but you see uh, Indiana Jones off in the distance. He's got his his bazooka, uh, and then there's there's Belloc uh, with you know, down below with uh, with Marion, and then uh, uh, there, there's this there's an image or a shot where you see a little gnat or a fly that's flying around to Belloc's face. And then it lands on his chin, and then I think it like has a little cut to uh, to Indiana Jones, and he says something, and then it cuts back to Belloc, and the little fly actually goes into his mouth, and never comes out. 
everyone that I, I just don't think about. What's that? I was saying, is this one of those scenes that bugs everyone, but I just don't think about it? <laughs> exactly. Like, go, he ain't a fly. And I just, it just doesn't even phase me. Exactly. Well, I mean, well, you know, Temple of Doom, you know, they have like a bunch of like, um, like they're they're eating a bunch of disgusting foods and stuff. But it would, yeah, there, there's also the fly in the in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, yeah, but it's not a freaking fly, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so, so. I, mean, I don't think at the end of uh, of the movie they can really put uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Yeah, I think that's was pre when people started to be worried about that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Although, would it count if you ate a fly on film by accident? Well, were animals harmed? I would think so. Mm -hmm. See, I, I I don't know. Like, would you get sued if you put out that? And they're like, you, sir, ate a fly. Explain this. Well, what if what if then you just start to, uh, like listing all the bacteria that people have eaten? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say listing off all the bacteria that was probably coming from that fly's asshole. Well, that, that too, but like bacteria is alive, so it's like, you know, if they're going to say no animals were harmed in the making of it, it's like, well, technically bacteria is an animal. <laughs> is, that, is that how you piss off vegans, Lauren? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, such a, such a memorable scene but our, uh, Hi, bro. <laughs> all right well, we're, we're all we're forgetting the whole fight scene on the freaking uh trucks that's oh. right oh yeah the driving fight scene mm -hmm. great one great one man it goes on for a while but like it keeps building and like i think i read somewhere it was one of those driving fight scenes that later on inspired a bunch of driving fight scenes after that, like particularly Fast and Furious. Really? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. I've read about that, yeah. There is something different about this this fight scene versus other driving action scenes in the past in movies. Yeah, no, this really was like a, a breakthrough in, um, in action scenes. Like, this in many ways is kind of like the the modern the beginning of like the modern action scene um or ch or chase scene and like vehicle chase scene cuz you have you have like Indiana Jones like jumping from from truck to truck uh like knocking out the drivers and stuff and then you have a part where he's like he, he uh uses his whip to grab onto the axle and he's being dragged uh, speaking of which, he would probably suffer many uh, lacerations from all the gravel on the ground. <laughs> You'd get a, a severe road rash from that, but you know, it's Indiana Jones. He's, he'd survive worse. So, uh, um, but no, th this scene in, in particular, um, uh, I, I can tell, I mean, it actually, it was a, um, it was actually paying tribute to uh, a lot of old uh, adventure uh, serials and stuff. So with the uh, like in the 1940s when they were doing, um, you know, they, they would release a, uh, like, you know, a movie and like a, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. And they would also do a, a serial chapter. So that'd be 
in many ways, they were kind of like the uh, uh, older versions of like television shows. So you'd come back each week to see like a new episode, and that's a lot what uh, uh, Indiana Jones is based on is like the old adventure ones. So Indiana Jones, when you when you look at it, it's always like him ex- escaping uh, uh, near death situations uh, or like uh, big action scenes, and, uh, um, and that's how like every uh, uh, serial chapter of that of the, like the nineteen thirties and forties uh, when this movie takes place, like how that would end. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like the yeah. editing and pacing that made it really different. Exactly. Yeah, it would say like, "Tune in next week for the next chapter," and, uh, and it, you would always end with like, uh, uh, like some big action scene where you think Indiana or whatever the character was, uh, like died. Like for instance, the uh, the tank scene in, in Last Crusade. We'll get to that. Uh, but you think Indiana Jones died? That's how like one of the chapters in a in a serial would end, and then the next week is like, "Oh, he escaped at the last minute." Uh, and Indiana Jones in general is is like heavily based on that, on on those old uh, old serials. And I think that this chase scene was really like a, a um, like a tribute to those those action scenes. And in many ways, it actually contributed a lot to uh, modern chase scenes, as we as we mentioned. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's, um, it's such a, again, it's such an iconic scene in. Uh, in the movie, and uh, after that, then uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, I'm I'm assuming uh, after that is when uh, the whole uh, yeah the scene after that is when uh, he has the bazooka and he's pointing it at the ark. He's like, I'm gonna blow this up. Yeah, yeah. It's like I just care about the girl, and they're like, Are you seriously gonna blow up the ark of the covenant for some chick? <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds stupid. <laughs> I mean, it sounds, it's more stupid when you say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but later, uh, he ends up not, and they capture him, and then the greatest scene of all time. Happens. And then the greatest, yeah, one of the greatest end scenes. Like, uh, like you that. know, that's, this is the moment where it's that Leonardo DiCaprio meme of him pointing at the TV. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So who wants to talk about the last scene? All right, Lauren, I I feel like you'd be you'd be good because this, this uh, right. is so iconic. Here we go. Here's a uh, uh, here's the final scene in uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So you got you got everybody. Um, you got Indiana Jones and Marion are captured, and the Nazis are now in possession of the Ark of the Covenant. So it, it's a pretty big deal. It's uh, the, the Nazis are enemies at the time in World War II were uh, uh, now have like the most the most powerful artifact in in all religion um, the Ark of the Covenant and uh, so Indiana Jones and Marion are tied up on the uh, uh, on like a flagpole or something and uh, uh, so the Nazis are about to you know to open up the the Ark of the Covenant and receive its power uh, or whatever they were, they were they were looking for and uh, uh, if if you read if you read Old Testament stuff, it, it's a uh, uh, a very it, it could get pretty dark at times, um, and uh, uh, so that's what the, this movie is kind of based on. With uh, or it, they kind of took a few liberties, I, I think, with the um, with, with how they presented it exactly, um, but to make it you know more cinematic. But uh, Indiana Jones has that 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 famous. Uh, 
uh, line where he's all like, don't look into it, Marion, close your eyes, you know, and then, uh, um, and then we get the, one of the most iconic, uh, and traumatizing, if you saw it at a young age, uh, basically this is where they started to heavily discuss creating a PG-13 rating. Uh, yes. That would eventually come into the same. Yeah, with Temple of Doom is what really like was the the final nail in the coffin. But but uh, Raiders was pushing it. Raiders was really pushing it. Uh, we get the face, the iconic face melting scenes where uh, you got I again first time I saw this movie, the scene with the uh, um, uh, the scene with with the guy in it. It was like I think it was they use like a like a candle wax kind of like face they they made uh th- to make it look like the actor where his face is just like like dripping and oozing like blood and, and pus and stuff that's just one <laughs> oh, of those like, god yeah like i thought i i remember like i don't remember it being that bad and then i sound like oh god this is actually pretty intense yeah yeah it, it is like pretty graphic like even even for PG thirteen movies nowadays, like this movie was rated PG, but uh, PG thirteen movies nowadays they don't get this graphic. Uh, you, you see Avengers and stuff that they, they never put stuff like this in that movie in those movies these days. Uh, I mean, our movies you know, sometimes you get it, but even sometimes our movies with with gore kind of are kind of tamed down because because nobody wants wants to wants to push the limits. They just want to put a uh, they'll just like put profanity and, and like oh there there's your r rating uh but yo yeah. this movie this movie had balls <laughs> and uh it's even to this day like sometimes you you might look a little fake with the uh, uh you could tell it was wax but uh no these effects they they still stand up they still stand out to this day and they still uh they still hold up yeah yeah um yeah, no. Th- th- this is to me. This, this is like one of the the best scenes of the of the whole movie. It's it definitely one of the most iconic. Uh, and when I when I saw it at a young age, it's it stood out to me uh, 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 the most. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, remember, uh, I saw that when I was like, however I was nine, ten, whatever, and it was at like you know one of those we were watching it through the day, and because it was the end of the movie, we saw it at like you know eleven, twelve o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> that one scene so it probably stood out even more to me as a kid yeah did your parents allow you to see the films or because of like that scene they were like yeah no lauren oh no they were they were fine with that scene it was i don't know for some reason temple of doom just (laughs) they didn't want to to i'm really curious what your dad's beef with temple of doom is i don't know he just it's the weirdest thing with like uh uh I guess gross out movies at the time. And for some reason, it's always like the second movie of the, uh, uh, of whatever, um, uh, sequels like Batman returns. He has the same issue with, he's just like, nah, I don't want to watch that. It's gross. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, but, uh, uh, yeah, eventually, uh, we did see temple of doom later on. It just took a long time. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, but it's such yeah, a, do you have anything else to say about this, uh, the ending scene? Well, uh, I, I did want to talk about that kind of, you know, coda scene uh, when he gets back and they tell him, all right, you can never talk about this, all the information we have, Andy. And don't worry.
They got top men. Who's taking care of it? Top men. <laughs> yes, and then and then it pans into a, um, it pans into like the, uh, the storage unit. Are you there, Kyle? Are you? Left? It's never be seen again. Oh wait, I yeah, yeah, the movie yeah. That way. yeah, with the uh, uh, the the storage unit, and then they have like all the, the the crates, and then the Ark of the Covenant is one of them. I always like that that scene where they they pan out and they just see like how big the warehouse is. Yes, because you know and, uh, a bunch of yeah. other like big scale artifacts like that. Yeah, but it leaves so yeah. much to the imagination. Yeah. Uh, Matt, anything you want to say about that end scene? Amazing. I love the face-melting scene. It, it, when he was a little kid and it still scares me. So it's it's so good. I, I don't even know what to say. Great, memorable scene and uh, one of the best things in all of uh, film history, honestly. So just like the oh, makeup yeah. effects, because that wasn't CGI. CGI. That was uh, classic, uh, you know, classic makeup. Those are people hard at work doing the best they could, um, doing an amazing job making all that gore and horrible, horrible scenes look so realistic. But, uh, 1981, guys. Practical effects. And especially if you had George Lucas. He is like the king when it comes to movies where you want to see practical effects. There's nothing oh, yeah. better. But yeah, just a great scene, a scary scene, and it still holds up very That's all. Exactly. For sure. Um, anyone have any wrap-up thoughts, any relation to the trilogy? George Lucas's work? Um, I mean, it, it definitely, like, th- this was the, the film that really, uh, um, like, if you want to watch a Indiana Jones movie and you, you want kind of want to experience like everything the character has to offer, you watch Raiders. That's the that's that's the film with the with the boulder. It's the film with the uh, with Marion with the uh, with the face melting scene. You know, it's with the monkey. <laughs> it's got everything. <laughs> with that freaky gadget that he pulls out. Yes, yeah, with, with the 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 cool uh, coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that eats the fly. <laughs> the dude that eats the fly. It's like, yeah, yeah, it has everything. You gotta, you gotta love it. Um, and yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, it, it set the bar, the bar very high, uh, for, for the whole trilogy. And um, uh, all all the, I think every single film somehow references the first movie. Maybe not Temple of Doom. I I don't know. So that's. For some reason, that's kind of like the black sheep of the trilogy. It just kind of like, I know it's like part of the trilogy, but for some reason, like none of the movies mentioned it at all. They never mentioned the characters or any or the artifacts. Well, it's funny because it's funny because again, when I I love Temple of Doom. I honestly I think of it as like Batman Returns. Yeah, it's just dark. It's darker than people expected it to be, and I love it for that reason. I, I yeah. love love Doom. Um. But yeah, I have I have no complaints about that film with its being dark and stuff like that. I, I love yeah. it because honestly, as dark as it is, there's so many funny moments in it. Exactly. Oh, and we'll we'll get into all of that uh, uh, next episode. We'll we'll mm-hmm. get into great detail. 
Um, but, but yeah, do you guys have any other final thoughts on the on the Raiders? I mean, I just want to say like uh, th- this. There's a reason this movie is such a classic of American cinema and adventure. And, you know, if George Lucas had never done Star Wars, he absolutely for sure would have been associated with Indiana Jones. But because Star Wars is such a huge franchise, it almost feels swamped compared to that. You know what I mean? But it's, it's like he created so much language and so much, uh, so much action and cinematography that we're all influenced by just generally in popular culture. But I always felt like Indiana Jones was sort of the underdog of the, you know, the big fantasy adventure series of film. It just doesn't get talked about in the same way, but it's such a great movie. This, this Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, what can I say? It's, it's a classic. For sure. I agree. I mean, as, as much as I love Star Wars and Raiders more than the original Star Wars. I can't really compare them, but if I were to comp- if I had to choose one still, I would choose uh, Indiana Jones and the Ra- I'd choose Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't know yeah. if you guys would agree, but that, that's just that's my opinion. I, I love Star Wars still, but I just... <laughs> I just love yeah, it's, a, it's a hard decision, but uh, uh, no, but, but there, there's a reason. They're like both Star Wars and uh, uh, Indiana Jones are, are great franchises, and um, the original films uh, are they they both stand up uh, stand out uh, very very well and still hold up to the to the day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we, we have to say about, about Raiders uh, before we sign off here. Ever. It's a great It movie. definitely is up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, we will be uh, 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 reviewing Temple of Doom next week. Uh, hopefully the whole gang will be here. Uh, we'll get, you know, Tyler and... Uh, and uh, Brandon, hopefully they'll they'll be able to show up uh, for for next episode. Uh, but before we sign off, uh, what is our social media accounts, and uh, where can people listen to us? You can listen to us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right here in the for sure. And our uh, Instagram account is Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word. Uh, give us a follow. We've got a lot of great stuff there. And uh, our Twitter Twitter account is FellowshipPod19. Finally getting that right. And, uh, yes, Tyler runs that account. Uh, so uh, be sure to uh, uh, give us a follow there and uh, tweet at us. Uh, you know the drill. Uh, uh, how is everybody uh, uh, doing? You guys, anybody want to sign off in particular? Or you guys want me to do it? Uh, no, I, I was just going to say, uh, I'd like to remember that Lauren, instead of saying Fellowship of the Pod 19, would say Fellowship of the Pod 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, that, right, that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's Lauren, close it, close, it, close it up for us, Lauren. All right. Uh, oh, you know, I have to do my, my, uh, uh, my, my, my Indiana Jones uh, uh, impression that, that uh, uh, Matthew loves.
So this is actually this is actually from Last Crusade. So it's it's wrong movie, but you know it's same character, so it works. It belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, If you see any veterans, uh, say say thank you. And uh, everybody enjoy uh, enjoy spending time with your families. Uh, have a great night, and we'll see you all for next episode. Good night, Bye. everybody. Good night, Bye. guys. Take care. Thank you. Bye.